You are listening to Hydro Talks, a podcast from the global aluminium producer Hydro, setting out to explore the modern dilemmas for industry and society. Welcome to Hydro Talks. My name is Halvor Mollan. Today, we're joined by Katrine Bramslev, who is CEO of Norwegian Green Building Council. And welcome. Thank you. What is the, the Norwegian Green Building Council? We are a member organization uh, with uh, almost 300 members from uh, the whole value chain, from building owners, uh, uh, contractors, uh, producers, architects, and, and so on. All of us uh, working for a more sustainable uh, building sector. Mm. We are also part of uh, World Green Building Council, which consists of 70 uh, sister organizations all over the world. Mm. And we're also joined by Goethe Nord, who is the Vice President of uh, Hydro Building Systems in the North region. Welcome, Goethe. Thank you. Hydro Building Systems, what do you do? Uh, we are um, we are we are actually uh, a part of Hydro, of, uh, of course, and uh, we have the the brand names Vicona and Sapa in the market. Mm. And uh, what we do is to uh, we are designing and uh, and creating the the envelope of a building. Mm. So we are dressing up the buildings. Yeah, and uh, we see that uh, sustainability in the building sector has has really increased the last couple of years. Is this something that you also see? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we started in 2003 with the 12 members and now, as I said, we are almost 300 members and we still get new members uh, very fast. And we also see among our members, they are more eager to reach uh, higher and higher goals. And first, they mostly interested in energy efficiency of uh, operational buildings, to, to operate buildings. But now uh, they are concerned about much more. Mm. Yeah, and, and we also see that uh, that of course uh, the interest in the market in the marketplace is, uh, is has increased dramatically the last mm. uh, two years. Uh, why, um, why is that? What's driving this uh, I, attention? Uh, I think uh, two things actually. One is that uh, there are demands on on BREAM uh, certification and uh, and to reach a higher higher level. Uh, that's one thing. And but also on the on the on the building owners, they see that there is a value actually by being green and have a future-oriented building to offer mm. uh, the, the sublet. So, uh, so I think that uh, that uh, just uh, the last two years, it has been an incredible uh, increase in demand. Mm, yeah, and I think uh, the reason why the building owners are so concerned about this is both that they get the questions from the finance sectors, the bank, the investors and so on, ask if they have green buildings or, or not, but also uh, tenants and buyers uh, ask for this. Mm. So to to meet the uh, market, they have to uh, document that they have green buildings. And, and that's quite interesting, actually, that it's, the, it's, it's actually the commercial part of, uh, of the building industry driving this is not the government this is not uh, the legislation but but really the the economy is driving this and and uh, that is of course a, a, a very uh, strong driving force yeah especially in Norway I think mm. uh, we have been part of uh, um, some uh, investigations had shown that in some other countries, that's the authorities who are the driven forces, but in Norway, it's uh, absolutely the market. Mm. When you see the um, uh, sustainability of a building and we, we see the increased interest, how can, how can we make buildings even more sustainable go, going forward in this? Um, 
thinking about material selection and, and recyclability and using recycled materials? I think, yeah, uh, climate emissions is, of course, very important. And uh, uh, the building sector consists for 40% of the emissions uh, around the world. And the materials is a great part of that. So offering uh, materials with the lower uh, CO2 emissions is uh, very important. But also circular economy is uh, the new uh, things right now. And uh, also to offer both uh, materials that can be uh, reused uh, in the future, but also that consist of um, recycled uh, materials is uh, maybe a necessity uh, mm. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and 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 there I'm unfortunate actually to to work with aluminium, which is uh, is quite a. a, a or it's a fantastic uh, material actually to recycle. So don't be shy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even even, to, even today uh, uh, we have ninety percent of everything that is uh, is teared down in in Europe is uh, is recycled uh, yeah. of the aluminium. Mm -hmm. um, but of course we we can't recycle everything. We can't renovate all buildings. So some buildings actually need to be teared down and and build up again and or. It's a green um, uh, green site uh, um, uh, building, and um, and there it's enormous what you can actually reduce in CO2 emission if you choose the right materials. Mm. So even just choosing between different aluminiums, you can you can actually lower the CO2 emissions by by almost a tenth. So, uh, so that what, what what are the different types of aluminium? Uh, we we have we have of course uh, the, the uh, aluminium needs a lot of energy, and uh, where you get energy from is is really important when you are talking about virgin aluminium. Mm. Uh, the perfect uh, would be of course be to recycle, and uh, and then we are talking about uh, uh, about a uh, um, emission of uh, of two point three kilo CO two. Uh, per kilo aluminium, mm. if we are choosing aluminium made on um, uh, from uh, coal um, uh, uh, coal energy, then we are talking about twenty actually. Mm. So we are talking about a tenth uh, tenth. So, so using recycled aluminium is is uh, something you should uh, strive uh, strive that, for that, if possible. That's yeah. the best. Uh, yeah. But of course, the aluminium has a long uh, long. Uh, uh, long life mm. so that means that uh, a lot of aluminium that has been uh, been put into the products today are still alive mm. most of it actually yeah. so but that means that we still need to to produce new aluminium yeah but it's also important that uh, when you use your products you also have to uh, it have to be possible to uh, to reuse them, uh, reuse them afterwards uh, it, but yeah. in norway we have uh, clean energy at the but you also have uh, factories in other countries so what do they do to uh, lower the co2 emissions yeah, I think that this has to come from the industry actually, uh, because the aluminium industry itself has to to put to to push this in the right direction. So, so if some uh, if the aluminium companies go in in forefront and and promote their low emission aluminium, this will of course clean up the the industry as mm -hmm. such. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is of course that, as you mentioned, to design the new products, uh, whatever material we are talking about, design a product for recycling that means that it's uh, it's easy to dismantle it's easy to keep and separate the different materials uh, from each other mm. 
And I, if I look to our sister organizations, uh, especially in Europe, because in EU have this uh, Green Deal uh, and the taxonomy will force uh, the investors to choose green buildings and then the building owners to build uh, uh, green buildings. And I think there is... Um, Uh, more and more um, focus on uh, the CO2 emissions from materials. So I think mm -hmm. even if we are uh, concerned about that in Norway right now, we will see the same in all over Europe. So I think it will be necessary for you to uh, to prove this uh, in the years to come. And, and I, I think also also there that uh, that it's a learning process uh, because to, to, to really to, to judge a material on on uh, on CO2 emissions or energy put into the material or the sustainability or, or the level of sustainability of a material is quite difficult and it uh, it needs a lot of expertise and uh, learning also to uh, to set the right uh, demands mm. uh, to to the companies we see that there are different uh, types of, of buildings both from as you say building from uh, from uh, scratch and also the refurbishment of buildings and we you have two projects here in, in Norway you got the Öken Portal and the, the Tikan building how what's the difference between them in in Portal is a, a greenfield uh, uh, building so so there it's about uh, about picking the right materials and uh, or not picking the right materials but picking the materials with low emissions so mm. that uh, the footprint of the building is low uh, during uh, erection Um, when it comes to Tikon, uh, that's a totally different concept and an even better concept because what they do there is that they take down uh, the envelope of the building and uh, replace it with a new modern facade. And um, the good thing is that uh, what they take down is aluminium and what they put up again is aluminium. So, so here we are actually just talking about taking... Uh, replacing it with uh, more or less the same material. Mm. Yeah, and I visited this uh, Tikon mm. building uh, some weeks ago, and uh, the building owner Tikon was so proud uh, of it. It was a building from 1963, and uh, uh, the building owner was very concerned about uh, keeping the atmosphere and the architecture from uh, from the 60s. And I think they have managed uh, very well. And uh, here we also can see that uh, it's circular economy, it's low emission, but uh, this uh, uh, facade also uh, help the building to, to be very energy efficient and uh, also mm -hmm. uh, about the un indoor air climate uh, because of the sunscreen in the facade was uh, very impressive. Yeah, and, and, and that's a nice thing about changing a facade. Of course, you get uh, modern technology, you get uh, um, solar um, panels into, built into the facade, you get uh, electrochromatic windows that is, uh, is shading by, by themselves, and that reduces uh, energy consumption in the building. And of course, also increase the, the well-feeling of, uh, of the people inside. Mm. We see that uh, from the EU side, there are new legislation coming, and you mentioned the Green Deal, uh, Katrina, and we also see the taxonomy, and, and what is that? The taxonomy is some uh, criteria for the finance sector, uh, the conditions to uh, define uh, investment as green. So for mm. buildings, it's not only for buildings, it's for all kind of activities. So actually, but, it's uh, defining uh, what's sustainable. Yeah, that, defining yeah. what what is a, a sustainable activity. Mm. So uh, for for buildings, they have uh, set up some criteria. Uh, what is a sustainable building? 
And uh, I think uh, for um, uh, in, in Norway, we meet already uh, many of the, those criteria. But one, uh, there's still a gap, and that is that we have to... Uh, for 80% uh, of the materials have to be prepared for uh, reuse or recycling in the future. So uh, that's um, maybe easy for you, but uh, for uh, for all the materials uh, we use, uh, uh, there's a gap. Is this, but is this something that the Norwegian authorities should follow up in, in terms of, of uh, the framework and legisl- legislation for, for uh, the billing sector in, Nor- in Norway? Yeah, we see that at least the banks and the Finance Norway, uh, the organization for the uh, finance um, uh, organizations in, in Norway, work uh, absolutely with that, and we cooperate uh, with them. So uh, we now see that uh, the finance sector uh, implements uh, the taxonomy, but the authorities have to deal with other. Um, parts of Green Deal. Mm. It's about uh, um, circular economy. It's about uh, nearly zero zero energy buildings and Mm. so on. And right now there are work going on uh, to uh, change the technisk forskrift, the the regulations for uh, uh, the requirements, technical requirements for buildings Mm. in Norway, and also the energy... uh, uh, certification of buildings. Mm. And how do you see this, Gert, in, in your your field? Yeah, we 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 see, of course, that uh, that demand. Uh, we are designing a lot of products, of course, and the demand for for design is uh, is increasing, uh, especially in the field of uh, of uh, being able to recycle it, actually, and and also the demand in regard to to materials you use uh, we are not only using uh, using aluminium in our um, our products and we see that uh, the the demands that the products are not toxic and that uh, that you don't have fumes when you uh, when you recycle them uh, these things are are, um, are pushed more and more actually into the and and we are actually also using this as a sales argument for our products we can certify our our products uh, and uh, and use this uh, into the market and say that this is a safe product. Mm. Mm. If you think about visions for the future, what kind of solutions um, should you wish would come that you see we don't have today? Yeah, we have talked about the existing buildings and we know that we have to uh, keep so much of the existing buildings as we can. So. Uh, making products that can uh, uh, help to renovate the existing buildings. In Green Deal, we also have uh, something called Renovation Wave. So uh, it's also based on that we have to renovate. But uh, um, materials that help to to renovate buildings, to make them both more energy efficient uh, without any toxins, as you mentioned, and uh, uh, that's also uh, possible to reuse and uh, recycle in the future. Mm. I think that is a must for the future. I, I think uh, interesting if you if you look in the, in the building industry is of course uh, it, when you come to a point you you know you know owning things are are out for the time being. You are renting cars. You are uh, you are uh, uh, you you share. And, uh, and one thing could be actually that in the future we don't own the facade, for example. We, we just rent it for, for uh, 20 years and then you, uh, companies like us mm-hmm. could come there and pick it down, remelt it and put it up again. And, uh, 
And then, then of course, you you are talking about a totally different uh, business uh, model. Yeah, model. we see that and, in yeah, both so, uh, yeah. Lightning and also. Um, Elevators. Uh, mm. I know that um, mm. uh, they started to be sell, sold, but uh, for the uh, producer, so that if they should put quality in the element, it will get more expensive, and they were not chosen when the uh, buyer only look at the, the cost. But mm. uh, when they rent it, they can uh, put more uh, quality within it, and because they will take it back, and, uh, and they can then have a much longer lifespan. Mm. And that's good for both uh, circular economy, but also the, the climate. And before we round off in our, because uh, you mentioned you had a challenge for for Goethe. Yeah, I, I said that uh, our organization we have uh, almost 300 members. Actually, we are 299, and we have promised that uh, for the member number 300, we will uh, uh, make some uh, happening uh, uh, around that. So I challenge you: Do you want to be our member 300? We uh, would be thrilled to be number uh, number 300, yes, of Good. course. That's great. Good. Th Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, by that, we uh, end this uh, podcast. Uh, joining us was uh, Katrina Bramslev, the CEO of Norwegian Green Building Council, and Goethe Noor, Vice President of Hydro Building System in Region North. Thank you for listening to Hydro Talks. Make sure to subscribe. If you have any feedback or comments, get in touch at podcast at hydro.com.